Hey, podcast listeners, I am Jacqueline Clare, and what do you say? We have a spiritual conversation. So today I wanted to revisit the story of the watchman and actually explore this parable from a Jungian standpoint. So just as a recap, the watchman is a parable in the mystical Baha'i book written by Baha'u'llah called The Seven Valleys, which describes the different stages of spiritual growth and exploration that an individual's soul goes through in this lifetime. And in the Valley of Knowledge, there is a story that is known as the Watchman, wherein this distraught lover who has been separated from his beloved for a very long time and he's just has lost his will to live he's just beside himself and one night caring no longer for his life he leaves his house and heads for the marketplace and once he's there this watchman like a constable or security guard starts to follow him the lover starts to run, the watchman starts to run, and the next thing the lover knows, there are more and more watchmen who are hounding in on him and blocking the way everywhere he seeks to turn to get away from them. I and mean, he's cursing this situation. And finally, with untold pain, he scales this very high wall and just throws himself over. And he happens to land in a garden, and his beloved the woman he's been searching for is actually there and he is so happy and he raises his hands in prayer and he realizes that the watchmen were actually guiding him to where he wanted to be and if he had only known this when they were running after him that rather than cursing that reality and being unhappy he would have blessed them and prayed on their behalf and Baha'u'llah very explicitly gives us the moral of the story. He says this is a reminder that when we are going through those situations in life where life feels unkind, where circumstances are not what we would wish them, to see the end and the beginning, to know that these are forces perhaps being used by God, by the benevolent forces that operate the universe to lead us to our highest good and where we want to be. So that's the Watchman as a recap. And uh, interestingly, I actually got a little bit of flack from a listener last time I shared this story, which I absolutely did not take personally because this is not my parable. This is Baha'u'llah in the Seven Valleys. But I still found the feedback provocative and interesting and what this listener said was that you know why did the lover run from the watchman like the whole story rests on that fact that he he runs and is pursued and and if you think about it that's certainly not the only response that the lover could have had and it's definitely not the most responsible (laughs) You know, like, I wouldn't recommend running from a security guard wherever you are, you know? And that's a fair point. And this listener said, you know, I would have just turned around and said, may I help you, you know? And I thought that was interesting sort of mind-chewing gum question. Like, what are the different possible outcomes of this story if the protagonist had responded differently? But I was also thinking, 
There are things in life that we don't respond to with maturity and responsibility and groundedness. There are hot topics for us. There are painful situations, etc., etc., that we run from, right? Whether it's a psychological running or avoiding confrontations or, you know, not responding to that job opportunity or whatever it is where in some ways we are not acting in our our highest maturity and we run. And this is sort of a Jungian idea. I feel it relates to the Jungian concept of the shadow, that there, that we all have a shadow nature, these um, suppressed or rejected qualities in ourselves or areas of heightened fear in our psyche and the unenlightened human response is to deny our shadow or to run away from our shadow to suppress it and the Jungian idea is that the more we do this the more we the more distance we try to put between ourselves as we would like to think of ourselves and our shadow the bigger our shadow gets what we do not own owns us the more we run the more like the watchman it becomes a bigger problem and the Jungian philosophy is that we should face our shadow we should face our our darker nature or the parts of ourselves that we have rejected or don't love and integrate these into our personality in a sense moving closer to the shadow in order that the shadow shrinks and we become more of a full person so I wanted to look at the story of the watchman with this mindset and I'm not saying that this is Baha'u'llah's intention in sharing this parable, but it's possible this is a layer to it and it'll be an interesting exploration. So come along with me, all right? So first off, the lover heads to the marketplace and this part of the story is not addressed. I mean, he's not, he's not going there to go shopping, you know? And I doubt that he even knows why he is going. And I take comfort in this, that even in our darkest, most distraught moments where we are completely not feeling our nearness to God, that the hand of God is still operating in us and speaking through our intuition and moving us in directions that if asked in the moment, we probably couldn't even explain why We decided to go out and do that thing at that one particular time or decided to call that person or do whatever. Those moments of inspiration, even in our despair, that don't necessarily feel like inspiration, but nonetheless, the hand of the Almighty is guiding us. And once the lover is in the marketplace and the watchman starts to follow him, and does he 
say, ah, here's an opportunity to be courageous and integrate my personality. He says, no, he runs. He runs to get away from the watchmen. And we could probably explore more what that means, like the watcher. But that's for another podcast. So he starts running. And there's this sense of the apprentice's um the magician's apprentice, right? The from Fantasia, you know, where he's trying to um, clean and the brooms or whatever it is, like start multiplying and and attacking. Like the the more the faster he runs, not only the faster the watchman runs, but now there are more and more watchmen blocking his way everywhere he seeks to turn. So, as we run from what we fear, what we fear becomes larger and bigger and it becomes a bigger problem. But even here, there is the mercy of the Almighty that is guiding and inspiring us because this pain that the lover is subjected to and that he is in fact contributing to by running from the problem This pain becomes so acute and intense. This weight becomes so heavy that he reaches his breaking point. With untold pain, he scales this wall and throws himself over. As far as I understand, like this guy was ready to die. He didn't know he was going to land in a beautiful garden. He would rather scale this dangerous wall and fling himself over and die rather than face what's going on with him. And this happens to us in life as we, God, the universe, those forces of higher good, out of mercy, will not let us outrun what we fear. Instead, It'll bring us to our knees so that we call on God and surrender that inappropriate fight and allow a breakthrough to happen, right? As, as we run from what we fear, it grows and grows to our breaking point as a mercy and in the watchman he throws himself over this wall he he that's ultimate surrender that is ultimate letting go but what happens the intensity of this pain the climax of it it leads him to his heart's desire and in the story it's a woman But I would like to suggest that this is possibly symbolic of our ultimate beloved, which is God. So through this breaking point, he comes to this place of peace that was waiting for him all along. And that these mounting pressures that the watchmen represent were just pushing him, pushing him, pushing him to surrender to this point to connect with his heart's desire so what do you guys think of this as you know it was a little bit of flack that inspired this whole exploration so don't be afraid if you have a different understanding or interpretation to share it with me 
But also let me know, (laughs) I'd like to hear the positive stuff too, if there's something in this that gives you courage to integrate some of your shadow, to really look at what you have disowned in your life or in your psyche or what you might be running from and how you might be able to approach that with more spiritual surrender and know that God is the ultimizing guider of the universe and that includes our little universes our lives Alrighty, podcast listeners, thanks so much for joining me in this spiritual conversation. Have a great time out there walking that spiritual path with practical feet.